lovely day.
Welcome to today's program. This is what is missing in the Christian churches in this country. Not all, but many. They have never been trained, the young people and the ministers in the music groups, many of them, have never learned how to worship in spirit. I had lunch with a friend Saturday or Friday and we were talking. He's been in music ministry and we both agree that one thing that is missing in the mega churches, many of the churches, is the ability to sing in spirit. If the Christian people do not worship in spirit, if they worship in the flesh, in the soul, it is not accepted by God. It is strange fire. It will only give power to the soul and power to the flesh in the people that not only are on the stage, but in the congregation. We cannot do anything in the flesh or the soul. Everything must be done 
by the power of the Spirit that is in us. I wanted to use this song as an example. So much music today is not worship. It is entertainment. It is performance. God does not accept it. It is not being accepted by the Holy Spirit. You may, Many may believe that it is, but no. It's no different. If you're going to go to these assemblies that have performers on the stage that do not sing in the Holy Spirit, you might as well go to a performance. You have musicians, concerts. Spend your money. Go to one of the uh, good bands or groups. Don't waste your don't waste your time in a congregation where it's no different than going to a concert. Everything that is done in the soul, everything that is done in the flesh, will not be accepted by God. I can, uh, there was a, uh, the brother made a comment to me, the friend. He said that with a big ministry here in this area in northern Colorado, they began to move the gray-haired people out of the music, out of, out of the uh, ministries, the music ministry. And it was, they were bringing in younger people. This is a mistake. I'll tell you why it's a mistake. And I have no, I've heard other ministries, big ministries that have stated that the older people are going to be replaced by the younger people because it's their time. You cannot replace people who have been trained by the Holy Spirit with a lifelong, with, with experiences throughout their lives, learning how to follow the anointing. And if you don't have a pastor and ministry teams, people within a congregation or a, a church, that can teach people the anointing, then you cannot tell he have babies take care of babies. You need those who have experience in Christ that know the anointing, that have the power of the anointing to teach younger Christians. I, uh, as I'm going to present what I plan for today, if you're not in the Spirit, if you don't have a sensitivity to what the Holy Spirit is speaking, then you're going to miss what I'm going to present. The mind, you can reason, you can think, you can hear basically what I'm 
I'm going to present. But through the power of the Holy Spirit, you'll get a deeper meaning. You'll get a deeper understanding. We're in the time that Christ said was the end of the world. And what he means by that is this. And if you if you can see what I'm going to present to you today. At the end of the world, meaning the time prior to Christ's return, yes, it'll be a century, it'll be a half a century, it'll be four decades, three, two. But Christ is really concerned and has much to say about the last ten years. Specifically, it is the last ten years are very specific. In the last ten years, there will be a seven-year tribulation. Seven years. And each year will be 360 days, 42 months. And there will be, in that seven-year tribulation, it will be split in half. 1,260 days exactly for the first half, 1,260 days for the second half. And when that seven-year tribulation is finished, it doesn't mean that Christ has returned. Because there's another 75-day period after the seven-year period is finished. It's a 45-day and a 30-day period following the seven years. Is that specific? And each day is going to end at sundown. And the new day will begin at sundown. We will go on, we will, the Christian churches, the, the assemblies of God, all seven churches, and the nation of Israel, for those that will know, that, that know what the Bible says about the seven-year tribulation and the 45 days and the 30 days following, we, we will be on what I call the... Uh, calendar that Moses presented to the prophets of Israel. The prophets lived by that calendar. It was not a 365-day year. It was a 360-day year. We will go back to that calendar on the day that the tribulation begins. And the tribulation is the only, the, 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 there's one event, only one event that starts the tribulation. Not two, not three, not four, not a group, not a combination of events. One event. It will not be war. It will not be earthquakes. It will not be famines, plagues, diseases. It will be one event that I have talked about in previous programs. It will be the signing of an agreement between the President of the United States and the Prime Minister of Israel. One 
event. I, I term, use the term, it will be the prime domino. It will set in to motion the events that will take place in the next seven years, 45 days, and a 30-day period. And within that seven-year, 45- and 30-day period, all prophecies concerning the end of the world will be complete. Christ will have returned. The wicked people of the world will be gathered. And evil will be shaken out of the world. And the children of God in the born-again churches, all the born-again people will have been resurrected to the clouds to go to the judgment seat of Christ to be rewarded or punished for their faithfulness while they were on this earth in their brief period of time. Then, after the resurrection of God's children, the United States of America will be destroyed, judged by Antichrist. Is that specific? Is that specific enough for the Christian people to know that God has intricately given exact events that will take place in at the begin from the beginning of the tribulation and for and and toward Christ's return. And even before the tribulation begins, there will be a time of sorrows. And with the time of sorrows, there will be hardships that will begin on the earth, like a woman in labor. But it's only a time of sorrow. It's only a time of birth pains. A time of anguish. We're in that time right now. We're not in tribulation. We're just in a time of anguish. A time of sorrow. The Holy Spirit is slowly trying to wake his people up. Will all the children of God wake up? No. The family of God, will it wake up? No. But again, there will be a group within the seven churches of God that will wake up. Just a group. A portion. A small number. Isaiah says that with Israel and the calamities that will come to Israel, there's going to be in the end of the world a remnant, always a remnant. Isaiah goes on to say, as he, into the book of Isaiah, that eventually there will be a small remnant. He uses the word small, meaning less than a remnant. Then he goes on to say another term. And he uses the word residue. Just a residue. So from a remnant to a small remnant to a residue. 
you take a shower, I always use this example, and you rinse off, but still there's going to be a residue. God is saying in his word to Israel, there are not going to be many in the lineage of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob that are going to make it into the millennial kingdom. For the most part, the children of Israel will be eliminated. And I hear talk that there are no, no lineages of Israel presently. No one can prove that any of the children of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob have made it to the, the present time. Well, this is a total lie, and it is uh, an attack of the devil. No, in the book of Revelation, chapter 7, for those people that want to believe that, you go read chapter 7. There's going to be 12,000 people out of each of the 12 tribes of Israel. The tribe of Dan has been eliminated. The tribe of Dan is not there. The tribe of Dan has been replaced by Manasseh. But there are people from the tribe of Dan that live today. They are a tribe that were initially in the plan of God into the future but because of their involvement in witchcraft, the occult, the world of sorcery, God replaced them. That's a, a very, very, not just interesting, but it is a, a whole group of messages in itself. There are people today in very, very, very powerful positions that, have, that came from the Jewish lineage of the tribe of Dan, but they are God-haters. They are haters of Israel. They are haters of mankind. So the last ten years in the Bible, all these intricate prophecies, they all fit together. The nation where Antichrist as his seat, the nations that he works with, the agreement that he will make with Israel, the presidents of the end time ruling nation, and it is called Babylon the Great, which we call America. I have to present this to you. And as time goes on, the Holy Spirit, it's His responsibility to open your eyes, to give you revelation. I can give you the bricks, the cinder blocks, but you have to put them together. You have to put what I present together. That will come by revelation. Nothing that you have received in the spiritual sense from the mysteries and the uh, insights into the kingdom of heaven and to who Christ is, into the seven churches, 
to your own Christian life, it all comes by revelation. Without revelation, it's in a, in a natural sense you can see things, but revelation that comes from God is a much deeper spiritual experience. Once you're affected by that, it, it stays. It's like uh, when you eat pancakes and say, so you're having breakfast, you put syrup, and for some reason syrup seems to always end up on your, your, on your utensils, on your knife, on your fork, on your fingers. You can look at a look at a look at a uh, the, the jar of syrup. Just by looking at it, it seems like you get sticky. This is the way it is with the Holy Spirit. Once you've been convicted about something, that conviction, if you let it live, will change you. If you don't let the conviction take root, then God will bring you back at a different date to bring back the same conviction. We're going to be back in a few minutes, three and a half, four minutes, to continue with the second half of the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church program. I am your host, Rick Rodriguez. We'll be back in just a few minutes. Hello, friends. This is Bradley Dean, show host for the Sons of Liberty. Join me on KHNC 1360 AM every weekday at 8 p.m., Saturdays at 5 to 7 p.m., and Sundays from 6 to 8 p.m. No people will tamely surrender their liberties, nor can any be easily subdued when knowledge is diffused and virtue is preserved. On the contrary, when people are universally ignorant and debauched in their manners, they will sink under their own weight without the aid of foreign invaders. Samuel Adams. This is Clay with Wagner Electric Company. We're out of Greeley. We're here to promote our Generac and Cummins standby generators and our service to the community with any electrical needs. We're located at 1517 2nd Avenue in Greeley, 970-800-3693. The biggest thing that we want to promote is that we set the standard and we're here to support you and your needs. 970-800-3693. Yadira Caraveo is a dangerous Marxist who will always side with Joe Biden over America. I'm Wild County Commissioner Lori Sane, and I'm running for Congress to stop Caraveo and the Marxist-Biden agenda. I served eight years as the most conservative member of the Colorado House, taking on Polis and Hickenlooper before him. The liberal media, pro-abortion progressives, and weak, woke Republicans tried to defeat me, but I beat them every time. I'm a fearless advocate for freedom and our conservative values. Others may try and sound like me, but I'm the only one with a proven record of fighting for freedom. That's why I got 73% at the Republican Party nominating caucus. I'm Lori Sane, Republican for Congress, and I approve this message and ask for your vote for Congress so I can stop Biden's radical socialist agenda before it's too late. Paid for by Lori for Freedom. Reasons. 
to own gold. Reason number 725. The government goes out of its way to make you believe Social Security has an account with your name on it with money just for you. But the Supreme Court ruled that payments due under Social Security are not property rights and are not protected. Social Security is merely a tax and the government is under no obligations to pay you anything. Call the Patriot Trading Group 800-951-0592 or visit allamericangold.com. The globalists say resistance is futile. Will you choose to accept your slavery or declare your liberty? Find out how on Pac-Man and the Rev, Saturdays from 1 to 2. Sometimes the truth hurts. There is a new Jerusalem coming, but it's a thousand years plus away. But in there is a kingdom of heaven that is coming. Christ is coming to set up his kingdom on the earth. And at the time of Herod, at the time of Christ, when they knew that Christ was coming, and the talk in the Jewish community in Israel at that time was that the Messiah would bring in a new kingdom, Herod knew that he had to destroy the threat. Well, Christ wasn't talking about bringing in his kingdom then. He was talking about a future. They were talking, actually, it wasn't Christ that was saying that. The thought was, yes, Messiah would bring in his kingdom, and he would bring in a new dispensation, but he would not bring in the kingdom of heaven that the Jewish people were waiting for. That would be a thousand, two thousand years in the future. But Christ would bring in his kingdom in a new fashion. It would be through the death and resurrection and on the night of resurrection he would breathe into the people gathered his Holy Spirit. That brought in a whole new dimension. 
It brought in something into the world that had never been before. God Himself, as the Holy Spirit, living inside of mankind. This was what Christ, His objective, His plan, His purpose was by His coming initially was to bring in His kingdom, spiritual kingdom, in power, with authority, with new revelation. Christ, in you, the hope of glory. Matthew 24, I, in my studies, I am convinced that chapter is speaking more specifically about the last decade. Chapter 24 of Revelation is talking about the final decade of the end of the world. The end of the world meaning that for 6,000 years, the end of the cosmos, for 6,000 years, Satan has ruled the world. It has been in his hand. He usurped what he has been overseeing for 6,000 years. But what Christ was saying is there would come, there would be an end to the rule, the reign of Satan. And we know that Satan, prior to the, se- the, the seventh day or the 7,000th year of mankind's history from the time of Adam, will be locked up. He'll be cast into a bottomless pit. Well, the time of Satan's rule on the world is near. It's coming to an end. And the last decade, I say, is in the book of Matthew chapter 24. It's kind of like in quick segments. But it talks about the birth pains, the sorrows that precede the tribulation, Then it talks about the first half of the tribulation. It talks about the second half of the tribulation. Then it talks about the earth, the sun, and the moon being darkened. That can only happen after the tribulation is over. It's a time of wrath. And then eventually through the parables, Christ talks about what is going to happen to his children that were born again. The parables about the sower and the seed talents. It's very intricate going into 24 and 25. I believe the two are talking about the end of the world, the last decade. We are in the last decade. The reason I know that is because Antichrist is here. He's waiting to take his final position. The truth, what will happen is, it will, like Daniel, the prophet, it will make you sick for certain days. You will be ill, spiritually, physically, mentally. It will affect you. But eventually, the Holy Spirit will revive you. 
And once you have the revelation and you begin to see where we are in time, things are going to change in your world that are going to be very positive. And the Holy Spirit will begin a process that you're going to need. And that process is you're going to have to be strengthened spiritually. You're going to begin to pray a little bit more. You're going to begin to study the prophecies of the end of the world a little bit more. You're going to be careful on the decisions that you make concerning matters in your life. You know, I gave you a testimony a couple of weeks ago. My brother was selling a a nice car and a good price. And for the family members, he was going to lower it about $2,000 from what it was worth. And I thought about, I contacted him, we talked about it. I told him, well, possibility that I'm interested. Let me pray about it. And uh, after about three or four days of praying, the Lord told me, no, the car you have is perfect, nothing wrong with it. And there's a verse in the Proverbs. There are many devices in a man's heart, but the counsel of the Lord that shall stand. This is where you have to be in your lives presently. You need the counsel of the Lord like never before. The counsel of the Lord will stand. There are many devices in a man's heart. You don't know what is in your heart. The Holy Spirit does. You have plans, objectives, dreams, desires. You don't know what's in your heart. There are many devices, good, evil, but the counsel of the Lord that will stand. I saw my brother yesterday and I asked him, I said, did you you sell, did you find a buyer for the car? And he started laughing. He says, well, he says, it's a good thing you didn't buy it because the uh, radiator system went out, about a $1,500 repair. I said, you're kidding. He says, nope. So we were sitting in the garage. My wife decided to start driving it again. She got, got it, started it up. And here's a big puddle of water underneath the engine. So he took a beating of a couple of thousand bucks, but at least he got it sold. He's a mechanic. The counsel of the Lord that shall stand. The Holy Spirit directed me. No. No, you don't need it. Your world has to be exactly this principle. Everything is going to be, everything should be done under the anointing of the Holy Spirit. We hear people say, yeah, the Lord this, this, this. It needs to be really the Lord counseling you. You need to learn how to live and walk in spirit. Don't think it's impossible. It's not. It just takes exercise. You have to exercise to be godly. Exercise unto godliness. It's profitable in all things. What's that mean? 
when you pray, you use your mind, but you want to be led by the Holy Spirit. Like, there are too many examples <coughs> I could give. I, I, I want to kind of get back to where in the last 10 years, I believe already we're less than 10 years because the scriptures concerning the coming, what we would term, Antichrist. We in the churches of God, we know him as Antichrist. The Jewish people don't view this person as Antichrist. They wouldn't recognize him because they never, they didn't believe, many of them, that Christ was even the Messiah. They don't pay attention to that. But now, if you say to the Jewish people in Israel that there's an abominant nation of desolation that will come to stand in your temple, he's not Jewish, and he will come and declare himself to be God, they know what the abomination of desolation is. They know what it would be to take uh, 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 forbidden, uh, unclean animals into the temple, such as a pig or unclean birds. Even Gentiles would be considered unclean. Well, he's a Gentile. He will go and stand in the temple, declare himself to be God. They will view him as an abomination. And that is one of his names. He's the abomination of desolation. He's here. The agreement that is going to be signed is here. We know what that agreement is. In a future program, I will present it to you. You don't have to believe me. I'll give you the documentation. I will show you who initially put it together. And from that point, you'll uh, get to decide whether or not what I'm presenting to you is accurate or not. The only thing I have is, in my ministry, that's the most important thing to me. Nothing is more important than the anointing that the Holy Spirit has put upon me, the understanding of the end of the world, the ministry that Christ, through revelation, gave me and told me I would have a ministry, and specifically what my ministry would be. I don't have, I'm not a pastor. I'm not here to raise children from the time that they meet Christ to the time of maturity. That's not what God called me to do. He did call me to pastor when needed, evangelize always, to teach, also to work prophetically with God's children, and in an apostolic sense, to give vision to His people, and to oversee 
everything that God has put in my hands, apostolically, what I have in my hand, I have to oversee it, take care of it. The apostles, Paul, James, Peter, these men started the church age. We are in the time where we're at the end of the church age. We're at the time where we're finishing, completing. We're at the end of the harvest. My ministry isn't to, it is to tell you that Christ is soon to return and the churches of God are apostate. They are far from God and they will not return to God and they will be punished. The true born again children of God that have left basically the kingdom of heaven to enjoy the things of life, the world, the cosmos, Satan's pleasures, all the pleasures of Satan. You want to enjoy the pleasures of Satan? It's okay. You'll enjoy them for a brief period of time. They will cost you eternally Children playing on the interstate need to be warned and, if possible, grabbed by the neck, pulled out of harm's way. The churches of God in America are in a perilous and dangerous state of complacency. I mean literally perilous and dangerous state of complacency. A friend of mine wrote a book that was how he opened and began the book. Christians in America are in a perilous and dangerous state of complacency. We believe that there's going to be a rapture. It's all around me. I do not have the power to change the minds of people. That is the work of the Holy Spirit. It is my, in my power to present my position and then once I presented it, I, it's out of my hand. So we're going to be back to finish out this hour in just a few minutes and I will give you contact information and we'll be back. So, Please stay with me, Rick Rodriguez, the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church Program. Hi, my name is Vince with Serenity Painting and Decorating. Since 2010, painting residential and commercial locations. For a free estimate, please call Vince Rivera at 970-978-9565. Please ask about our free window cleaning after paint service. Again, 970-978-9565. 
listeners, this is Anita, your Medicare specialist. Annual enrollment has come to an end for this year, but don't fret. You still have an opportunity starting January 1st or March 31st to make a change in your plan. Call me for details at 970-515-6882. Also, if you're on a Medicare Advantage plan and you're concerned about your co-pays, I have some affordable solutions for you. Call me, 970-515-6882 to schedule a no-cost, no-obligation appointment. Do you have a 401k sitting with a previous employer or various IRAs and don't know what to do with them? Look no further. My name is Joey DeQuint and I work with Northwestern Mutual. I take the time to educate you on all your options, making sure you pay the lowest fees possible while taking advantage of any and all tax options as well. It can be very frustrating not knowing how your money is working for you or what your money is even being invested in. Together, we will develop a philosophy for how your money will work for you with complete transparency. On top of that, I will be constantly rebalancing your portfolio every quarter, making sure we are always properly diversified in the market. I take pride in making sure my clients are always taken care of. Again, I'm Joey Jaquint, and you can reach me at my cell phone number, 602-909-9048. Again, my number is 602-909-9048, and I'm always a call or text away. Hi, Chad here with Liberty Communications. Do you have an outdated phone system? Is your service with a large carrier that doesn't care about you? Are you sick and tired of waiting on hold only to be routed to a call center out of the country? Then you need our help. We answer our phones live and know our clients by name. Let us provide your company a no-charge phone and Internet evaluation. Call 720-399-0233 or learn more at libertybts.com. The real cost of the state is the prosperity we do not see, the jobs that don't exist, the technologies to which we do not have access, the businesses that do not come into existence, and the bright future that is stolen from us. The state has looted us just as surely as a robber who enters our home at night and steals all that we love. Frederick Bastiat.
as a Christian, this is never there. This is the time, like never before, to be uh, effective as a Christian. My contact information is Olive Tree Ministry, P.O. Box eleven. I'm sorry, P.O. Box eight seven. I had an old P.O. Box in Las Vegas. I'm trying to remember that out of nowhere. P.O. Box eight seven two, Longmont, Colorado, eight zero five zero two. P.O. Box 872, Longmont, Colorado, 80502. And uh, <clears throat> the podcast for this program on 1360KHNC.com. I apologize for not letting you know the call number, KHNC, 1360 AM radio. And that is 1360KHNC.com. Dot com for podcasts for this program. Also for the programs during the week on uh, the station, Monday through Thursday, I have the program Present Truth, 2 to 3. Join me then also. As, as we go into the next hour, because we're at the end of the world, I'm presenting to you I guess you could say it's a hard word, but it's an honest word. In 40 years, I'm going to give you a quick testimony. In 40 years, the pastors of this area that I have talked to about America and where America and Antichrist would come from, they have poo-pooed me, they have not been too happy with me, but now they're beginning to see there's something different in this country that has changed, not for the good. We'll be back for second hour in a few minutes. Rick Rodriguez. 1360KHNC.com has CBD products. Click on the shop button and get yours today. Just go to 1360KHNC.com slash shop. The CBD on our website is 99% pure, all-natural, no pesticides, non-GMO, is grown organically right here in Colorado, and is 100% THC-free. Oh, and did you know ours is the lowest-priced CBD anywhere in northern Colorado? For all your CBD needs, just log on to 1360KHNC.com slash shop. You're listening to the Roar of the Rockies, KHNC, 1360 AM, Johnstown, Greeley, Loveland, Fort Collins. Rocky Mountain News Network, I'm Ted Werbin. It's been almost two years since demonstrators in communities nationwide, including Denver, took to the streets protesting racial injustice prompted by the murder of George Floyd in Minnesota. There have been multiple lawsuits from protesters claiming significant injuries caused by police. Timing said to be the key in some of those cases 
including one that was filed this past week. Some people got hurt, and some of them claim their injuries were severe. One of those is Lindsay Mitter of Denver. There was no plan or organization or accountability for them shooting less than lethal ammunition at us. Community activist Mitter says she took part in several demonstrations and claims that in one case she was targeted by police while simply walking to her car after a protest. Her action alleges Denver police threw a sting ball grenade that hit her in the face. I lost a tooth. I had to get a bone extraction, and my face was swollen. Her suit comes almost two months after a federal jury awarded $14 million to a dozen Denver protesters who'd argued excessive force. Mitters represented by civil rights attorney Mari Newman. There is nothing more important to a free government than the citizens' right to speak out when change needs to happen. She says they're simply seeking that change. I'm Jim Williams. A Highland ranch man who used more than $880,000 in pandemic relief funds to buy jewelry, travel, and more is headed to federal prison. And two Colorado counties, Boulder and Jackson, have moved to CDC's high-risk level for COVID with masks being recommended. In sports, the Avalanche are still savoring Friday night's last-second victory over St. Louis that sends them to the NHL Western Conference Finals for the first time since 2002. Turns out that Darren Helm, who scored the winning goal with six seconds left, did the same thing 13 years ago in 2009 for his old team, the Detroit Red Wings. CU's Buffs qualified competitors in every single women's running event this weekend for the upcoming NCAA Track and Field Championships. That's a Colorado record. I'm Ted Werbin. If you want to pay off debt faster, look no further than American Financing. Because at American Financing, their salary-based mortgage consultants are in it for you, creating a custom loan that achieves your goals. You could end up saving hundreds a month, plus tens of thousands long-term. No pressure and no upfront or hidden fees. Call 303-695-7000 or visit AmericanFinancing.net. NMLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. Summer is around the corner. Take time to refresh in Wyoming's Carbon County. Drive up and soak in the mineral hot springs. Visit one of their many museums. Take a scenic hike horseback ride or bike ride enjoy an array of lounging dining and entertainment options all the fun set against the west favorite backdrop plan your trip at wyomingcarboncounty.com that's wyomingcarboncounty.com get your west on it is not because men have made laws that life liberty and property exist on the contrary it is because life, liberty, and property existed beforehand that men made laws in the first place. What then is law? It is the collective organization of the individual right to lawful defense and punishing injustice. Frederick Bastiat, The Law. Yadira Caraveo is a dangerous Marxist who will always side with Joe Biden over America. I'm Walt County Commissioner Lori Sane, and I'm running for Congress to stop Caraveo and the Marxist-Biden agenda. I served eight years as the most conservative member of the Colorado House, taking on Polis and Hickenlooper before him. The liberal media, pro-abortion progressives, and weak, woke Republicans tried to defeat me, but I beat them every time. I'm a fearless advocate for freedom and our conservative values. Others may try and sound like me, but I'm the only one with a proven record of fighting for freedom. That's why I got 73% at the Republican Party nominating caucus. I'm Lori Sane, Republican for Congress, 
and I approve this message and ask for your vote for Congress so I can stop Biden's radical socialist agenda before it's too late. Paid for by Lori for Freedom. The P.E. Gun Show, May 28th and 29th, is located at 1840 Greeley Mall, Greeley, Colorado. This show features two firearm drawings sponsored by Elijah Hatch, running for Weld County Commissioner at Large. With CCW classes, food all weekend, and thousands of fellow patriots, it's a great way to spend the day. For info, see P.E.Shows.com. That's P.E.Shows.com. See you at this show. Welcome to the second hour of the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church Program. I'm your host, Rick Rodriguez. My contact information is Olive Tree. I'm abbreviating Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry. You can just Olive Tree Ministry, P.O. Box 872, Longmont, Colorado, 80502. Podcast 1360KHNC.com. Continuing with where I left off in the last hour, we are in the last 10 years prior to Christ's return. It's not just the signs that are telling us that we're in the last 10 years, it's the scripture. Israel became a nation 74 years ago, I think it is. been 74 years. Another 10 years, and all of the baby boom generation children will probably have been gone, will be gone. This generation that was born in 1948, the baby boom generation from 45 after World War II in America, and the children of Israel, born in 1948, the first generation, will probably be an 80 to 85 year generation, and all things will be finished. The other thing is the prophecies about a digital system coming into the world. Those prophecies are in almost complete we're going to a, all, a, a digital system internationally where money won't be used anymore. It will be all credits. That's a big sign. That will be the tool, the main tool that Antichrist will use to force people to worship him. You don't take that number, the mark, or his name, or, or to worship him, well, you know the consequences. We began to talk about this in the churches back in the 70s when we heard about the the computer system, a beast system that was in Belgium, Germany, I think it was, or, or uh, in uh, Belgium, the Antichrist system. We heard back in the 80s 
about a rainbow currency, new money coming in. Well, all the denominations basically, except for the $1 bill, have some color in them. We've heard these things. We heard about this technology, the changes. They've come. The barcode scanners, the 666, 18-letter uh, combination used in the barcode, it's all here. For the blind and the deceived, you won't see it, hear it, or perceive it, just like the Jewish, the Sanhedrin, and the religious community did not recognize Christ. They were too tied into the cosmos. They were tied into Rome, the power that Rome gave them. They were working hand in hand in unity with Rome. They had their world. Rome left them alone. Rome had its world. They left Rome alone. They left Rome alone. They worked together. It's the same way today. You have in the Christian churches, 501c3, working with Rome. Rome, in a sense, is turning on the Christian people. Now, I'm going to go to Matthew chapter 24, and I'm going to see how far we can get in this program. But there, there are things that are in that chapter that are very important. Christ was saying that to the, to the, the, the uh, disciples, verse 1, chapter 24, Matthew, verse 1, <clears throat> Jesus departed from the temple, was going on His way when the disciples came to Him to call His attention to the buildings of the temple and point them out to Him. Christ was, and the way this was written by Matthew, he realized later that Christ, in his what he was doing when he when Matthew wrote this, Christ was departing from the temple. It was a prophetic sign that Christ was was going to leave. I'll phrase it this way. It it was a sign that the temple was to be destroyed. And even Christ states that not one stone would be left upon another that wouldn't be thrown down. Matthew realized that Christ was saying by his departing from the temple that he had to leave the temple. He had to leave what the temple represented. Christ was going to, you know, the Jewish people, their identity was that they were the children of Abraham. Isaac and Jacob. They, their identity was the land of Israel. Their identity was the city of Jerusalem. Their identity was the temple. And Christ was saying He was going to basically leave the temple because the temple and what it represented to the children of Israel was not going to be at that time for the next 1950 years irrelevant because the temple was destroyed the children of Israel wouldn't be in the land they'd be scattered the city of Jerusalem 
would be vacated for the most part by the Jewish people for about 1950 years. Not quite that long, but in that vicinity, 1900 years. What Christ was saying was that something new was going to replace that plan that God had with the Jewish people. The temple was not going to be available to them. With Christ's death, His focus would be on seven churches. Israel would still exist. God would protect Israel, get through, get Israel and the lineages, uh, the lineages, the families. He would preserve them during that 1,900 plus years. He would keep them in the nations. They would be protected. He would hide them. But eventually he would bring them back to fulfill the prophecies in Isaiah, I'm sorry, Ezekiel 36 and 37. And the prophecies in Ezekiel 36 and 37 would be fulfilled on May 14, 1948. They would be returned. Then, once again, the land of Israel would, be, would come into focus. The Jewish people would once again be, they would be a, uh, a focus of the nations. The temple would be once again in their hands. The holy city, Jerusalem, would also be a big part of their, of, of, uh, their lives once again. But from the time of the night of resurrection, Christ's objective would be the seven churches, His seven churches. Revelation chapter 1, and then 2 and 3. Because what would be unique about the seven churches is they would be individuals that would have the Holy Spirit residing in them. And there would be seven churches, not one church. As a family, we are one church. As a people, born-again people, we are one people. But in God's plan, there would be seven distinctly different methods of, you might say, worship or practice in area, different areas of the world. I've gone and, and mentioned in the past that Each church, in a sense, has a, a region, like the Catholic Church. It would be centered in Rome, in Italy. It would have a name, Thyatira. It would have characteristics, idolatry. Uh, there would be Marian worship. They would be a, a church where works would be their main personality. They had a personality of works, and their first works, the last works, would be more than the first. But still, they would be the biggest church. They'd have the most number of people. They wouldn't be the oldest church. The Orthodox churches of Russia and that region, Greeks, they're older, 
The Catholics don't like to hear that. The Catholic Church, the Pope, absolutely they do not want the Catholic people to realize that the Church of Rome is not the oldest church. It's the fourth in the lineage. Not the first, not the second, not the third, but the fourth. In the temple, in the in the Holy of Holies, you had seven bowls on a lampstand. The seven bowls represented the seven churches in the time in which we've been in in this last two thousand years. A dispensation, a period of time where God's work would be with born again people on every continent. Seven bowls, seven churches. This was a prophetic insight back then to what God's plan was in the future. Now the lampstands, you'd have the lampstands and then you'd have the oil that would be the light in the bowls. The oil would be the Holy Spirit. The lampstands would be the churches but also, the oil, where would the oil, the source of the oil would be from the Jewish people. The type would be, the source would be the Jewish people. And in our time, in the book of, in Revelation chapter 11, you have two witnesses. And the two witnesses would be corporate witnesses. They would not be individual people. The witnesses would be two corporate people. Jewish, Gentile. God did not. He included the Jewish people in the church. Initially, in the book of Acts, it was the Jewish people who set things in motion. Peter would go to the house of Cornelius. In his mind, and the mind of the apostles, the early apostles, God was going to bring in the Gentiles. It was a tough one for initially for Peter. It was hard for him to accept, because in the Jewish tradition, the Gentiles would never be a part of God's plan, but Christ himself said that he had another another uh, flock that he needed to bring in, meaning the Gentiles, a people that were not his people would become his people. In the book of uh, Revelation 11, two of, one of the witnesses is a corporate group of born-again people, the Jewish people. The other corporate family would be the Gentiles. The two would testify against the kingdom of darkness. They, the two, you have to have two witnesses. If you're going to go to a court proceeding according to the laws of Moses, you couldn't accuse anybody of anything unless you had two witnesses. The witnesses of two or three. Well, God is going to bring judgment and punishment on the world. He has to have in his court to bring an accusation 
and to bring a judgment on the world, you cannot just have the Jewish people. You cannot just have the Gentile people in the church. You need two people. Revelation chapter 11 is talking about born-again people. Two witnesses. They are born again. They are not from the nation of Israel. They are not just from the nations of the Gentiles. These two witnesses in Revelation chapter 11, it is the mystery, one of the mysteries that has been hidden for our time. The two witnesses are born again people. Corporate peoples of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob and the Gentile world. The type initially is in the book of Acts. Initially you had the Pentecost with the Jewish people and then the Pentecost would be moved into forward in time a Pentecost and a baptism and an experience of being born again would begin to take place within the Gentile community. Eventually Paul would say that he was an apostle to the Gentiles. He was called by God to begin to preach to the Gentiles because he saw the eternal plan of God to bring in the world to Christ. And he did. He did still. Everything was to the Jew first or to the Jewish people, to the lineage of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Then it was to the Gentiles. But he knew that at the end of the world, there's going to have to be two corporate people that will stand before God to announce punishments on an unrighteous, godless, satanic system. It would take two. Two corporate peoples. And then in, in, in the book of Romans, chapter 9, 10, and 11, Paul expounds in a very clear way the importance of both the Jew and the Gentile. And he is very clear that there's animosity between them. There's conflict. There is misunderstanding. There's a misunderstanding. There's un, uh, un, uh, 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 things are not clear. The Jewish people, the, gent- the, the Jewish people are, are, in a sense, shocked that the Holy Spirit is moving so powerfully with the Gentile people, and the Gentile people are, in a sense, shocked also. And they believe that, to some degree, that, well, God has replaced Israel. This is kind of the thinking in the churches today, that Israel has been replaced. I've been in with some Pentecostals, other churches, where they don't, won't have anything to do with the Jewish people. They are New Testament people only. They don't read out of the Old Testament. They're missing, they're missing a great, a great experience and revelation and plan that God had. God has to have two 
And the Jewish people in the book of Acts and the Gentile people in the book of Acts born again. And through the preaching of Messiah, the preaching of Christ, they turned the world upside down. It took two, not just one. Israel alone, didn't. the Jewish people, did not turn the world upside down. It took both. And in the book of Revelation, both the Jewish family and the Gentile family are represented in Christ, born again, to testify against an evil world. And the two are very gifted. Now, this brings in the giftings of what God has given His children, His giftings. All of the, all of the nine gifts, as well as nine virtues, we have access and we are to experience all of these gifts and virtues. It makes us complete. Well, that can't happen individually. Sure it can. You have the Holy Spirit. He's going to limit you. He won't limit you. You will limit yourself. But the body of Christ as a whole what how could i how can i explain the the great power of the holy spirit is great with the gentile people is great with the jewish people that are born again but how much more powerful if the two work together if there is a love between the two if there is an understanding that each has a place and a function different from the other, nevertheless vital to God's plan today. Then you go to Ephesians chapter 2 and 3. And Paul again is presenting as clearly as possible chapter 1, 2, 3 that you have he focuses on the Gentiles and the Jewish people and how the Spirit has made them both one. I did programs on this six months ago. I need to do it again. You have in the plan of God for our time, God is not focusing. And one thing that, that Christ is saying very clearly, that I'm trying to remember how I, the best way to phrase it. Neither has an advantage over the other. The If you're Jewish and you're born again, you have no van, advantage over a Gentile brother who is born again. If you're Gentile, because we're in the time of the Gentiles, you have no advantage over your Jewish brother. None. Both have been given access to every 
blessing of God. You have access to the Holy Spirit. Each one of you, Jew or Gentile, you have access to God at any time, to all the things of God, to salvation, to sanctification, to glorification. You were both redeemed. You were both the same atonement for both. Everything that is available to God's children, you sit at the same table. And at that table, all the great riches of God are available to either Jew or Gentile. You may have a different purpose. You may have different practices. But with the Jew and the Gentile, those are the, the Hebrew and the Gentile, God is no respecter of persons. This is a, a great, a great evil on the body of Christ with the Jewish and Gentile people, the animosity. I've seen it for, for 30 years, 40 years. There is no advantage. God is no respecter of persons. There is no advantage to being Jewish. Paul said that he was born of the tribe of Benjamin. And he goes into his Jewish credentials. But he calls them dung. He said, I call all of this nonsense. It is vanity. It is, I count my Jewishness. It is absolutely dung for the riches that he had available to Christ. It's the same with all of us. I'm going to continue with this because this spirit has got to be addressed and broken on the Messianic community and the Gentile community in this nation. I'll be back in a few minutes, Rick Rodriguez. Hello, my name is Keith, and I'm the host of the program, The Pursuit of God, on 1360 KHNC. And I invite you to join me Saturday mornings at 11 o'clock as we go on this great pursuit of God. Hi, this is Dana from Saddle Up, Western Saddle and Tack Shop in Gilcrest, Colorado, right off Highway 85 and County Road 31. We are your one-stop equine shop. We offer saddle fittings on-site and off-site. Our motto, fit the horse, fit the rider, fit the budget. You can call us at 303-772-7821. Visit us on the web at saddleupcolorado.net. This is Clay with Wagner Electric Company. We're out of Greeley. We're here to promote our Generac and Cummins standby generators and our service to the community with any electrical needs. We're located at 1517 2nd Avenue in Greeley, 970-800-3693. The biggest thing that we want to promote is that we set the standard and we're here to support you and your needs. 970-800-3693. A lot of radio stations boast about having two, three, four, five hundred thousand listeners. But what they don't tell you is the average listener only listens for four minutes. A song plays they don't like, same old boring commentary, or worse yet, as soon as the commercial starts playing, they change the station. Here at 1360 KHNC, our listeners listen longer, a lot longer. 
we have one of the longest time spent listening in the industry. That means our listeners don't change the dial when the commercial starts playing because they don't want to miss what our hosts have to say next. Advertise with 1360 KHNC and have your message be heard. Call us at 970-587-5003. We also have the best rates in Colorado. 970-587-5003 or 1360KHNC.com. Higher rates, lower rates, negative rates, bail-ins, bail-outs, and so much more. You know why you need to own gold and silver. At the Patriot Trading Group, we're a different kind of company. We have no commission salespeople, no boiler room sales calls, no high-priced spokesmen. We believe in treating you with honesty and respect and delivering you the best products at the best price. Buying or selling, call us at 800-951-0592 or go to our website at allamericangold.com. Hey there, guys. How long have you been waiting for good, conservative quality radio? Well, you finally reached your destination at 1360 KHNC, the roar of the Rockies. Oh, a happy day. Oh, a happy day. When Jesus walked. Oh. All right. Contact information is Olive Tree Ministry, P.O. Box 872, Longmont, Colorado, 80502. And the uh, podcasts are 1360khnc.com to the podcast section to the Olive Tree Ministry. I, um, I am expanding my listening audience and I will let you know more in the future but I felt like the Lord uh, has asked me to do this he's always directed me what to do when to do it one of the hardest things to do is wait it is very difficult to wait but I've known I know that in my Christian experience one of the greatest um, I guess uh, how would I say it Um, a strength would be to wait because I can do something but if the if if the audience isn't isn't ready for example today I've waited for what I just presented in the last half hour about the two witnesses in Revelation 11 and the Jewish and the Gentile believers in Messiah and the great conflict between them. I've waited to do this. In fact, I didn't plan to do it. But the Lord told me it's time for the churches to know that the judgment that God is going to bring on the societies of the world in the first half of the tribulation That judgment is going to be brought upon this world by two corporate people, not two individual people. No, two corporate people, Jewish and Gentile. 
Jewish and Gentile. Not Gentile, not Jewish. Both. Two is testimony. God has two peoples in the world today. In His churches, there are two peoples. Born-again Jewish people from the Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the Hebrew people, and non-Jewish people. Both sitting, both in God's plan, at God's table, both given exactly all the riches of Christ are to Jew and Gentile. All the riches. Not to one, not to the other, solely. No, to both children. This is the mystery, the magnificent, mighty mystery of a glorious God bringing in two people, one by natural birth, the other adopted. There is no respecter of persons with God. None. He will punish the Jewish Christian like he will punish the Gentile Christian. He will bless both equally. One doesn't get more than the other. Christ doesn't say, I'm going to give more of myself to my my uh, family of, that I brought in by nature. No. And less to the adopted child. No. This would be unrighteous. God is not unrighteous. There is no unrighteousness in Him. There is no sin in Him. He determined from the beginning, from the foundation of the world, to bring in two peoples, two corporate peoples, to judge another corporate people, the world, those that hate him. And even Moses' law, Moses' laws state, you cannot punish anyone without two witnesses. You cannot condemn anybody to death without two witnesses. Before God judges the world, in the first half of the tribulation, and He is going to judge the world, and the world is going to realize God's power like never before in the first half of the tribulation. And we are going to, as, as two corporate people, peoples, whatever we decide, what judgments we decide to bring upon this world, we're going to bring it upon the world. We don't, we're not going to allow rain to come into a region. We're going to stop that rain. And, but it takes two witnesses, not two Jewish people, not two Gentile people, uh, individuals, not some religious men from Israel, uh, Elijah and Moses, or no, 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 no. It's very clear in the book of Revelation, God has peoples. He has seven churches. Without the oil that comes initially from God's plan with the Jewish people, you could not, there'd be no light in the bowls, in the lampstands. 
you have the you have the oil, you have the bowls and lampstand, but the two together, working together, they bring revelation of all that this magnificent God is to mankind. And there has been anti-Semitism in the churches. God is going to God is going to not going to allow that. Those who who are in the prophetic world that have any problem with the Jewish people, it's going to affect you. It will affect your prophetic abilities. God's not going to allow it. You ministers and pastors of the land who have a problem with Israel and you don't see God's great plan with Israel, it's going to affect you. And the Jewish pastors, the Jewish men of responsibility that have a prejudice toward Gentile children in, in Messiah, God's not going to allow it. It will affect your ministry. God's not going to allow disharmony. He's not going to allow this between His ministers of the land, Jewish and Gentile, and you will have both. God is not going to allow it. He's against it. Like I was saying in Ephesians, Paul made it very clear. I wish I'd have brought my notes on that, but I didn't. God is rich in mercy. Verse chapter two, verse four. For his great love wherein he loved us, even when we were dead in sins, he's quickened us together with Christ. He's talking to the Jewish to the Gentile people. He raised us up together to make us sit in heavenly places that in the ages to come He might show the exceeding riches of His grace and kindness toward us through Jesus Christ. Wherefore, remember in times past, you Gentiles, you were uncircumcision by that which is called circumcision in the flesh, but at the time you were at that time without Christ, being aliens from the commonwealth of Israel, strangers from the covenants of promise, having no hope without God in the world. But now, in Christ Jesus, you were who were far off are made now by the blood of, made nigh by the blood of Christ. Now he's speaking to the Gentiles, <clears throat> but he's also speaking to the the Jewish believers. They're both also getting an understanding that the Gentiles are now part of the eternal purpose of God. And He made peace. And through this peace, He's made both one. And He's broken down the middle wall of partition between us. Between who? Between God and man. But also between, eventually, the Hebrew believers and the non-Hebrew believers. And he takes of the two, in verse 15, one new man. One, not two. He needed to bring peace. And Paul is talking about God is the desire to bring peace between Hebrew and non-Hebrew believers. That he could re reconcile both unto God in one body. 
in one body. In Christ, there's one body. Christ sees one body. He doesn't see two bodies. But in His purpose, He sees in that one body two witnesses. There are two witnesses. I, I know that I have heard that years ago, there, there's a lot of nonsense with, I have friends that were messianic. And there, some of the nonsense was, was unbelievable. That once he became messianic, he was now Jewish. And I told him, I said, you're, you're nuts. He says, no, God has actually turned my DNA Jewish. This is kind of, this is the nonsense. And eventually he got so far deceived that he is completely out of Christ and he joined a Jewish synagogue. You've got to be careful. If you don't know the scripture, you can be taken way out into woo-woo land. But then I have other friends. My pastor, we had to get together with some friends who, who like the, uh, that are messianics. <clears throat> and the minute they mentioned the word messianic the old pastor immediately cut him off he was offended and he was I was I had to get together at my home and he come from California that ended ba basically the fellowship in the day for him no no there's an enmity there's a there's a hatred still in the Assemblies of God, the churches of God, because Satan wants to keep God from bringing a unity into the family of God. Paul said, He reconciled both unto God in one body by the cross, having slain the enmity thereby. The enmity is still existing. But 2,000 years ago, that enmity, 1,900 years ago, was slain. Christ made it clear that he had another flock he needed to bring in. And the disciples eventually understood that the Gentile people would become part of his family. It was tough. Initially, it was a curveball to Peter. And Paul and Peter later on had a heated discussion. I mean heated. It was yelling. It was screaming. It wasn't, oh, well, you know, Paul. Well, Peter, you know, Paul. Uh, but Peter, no. This was a, an argument. And don't think Paul was easy on Peter. It was, it was a heated, heated dialogue. And Paul straightened Peter out. And Peter later acknowledged. And he realized that when God says he's going to have two people, that is final. 
And I say it is final. These two witnesses in Revelation chapter 11 are the Jewish family of God and the Gentile family of God that have been made one in Messiah, in Christ. They are one. There is no favoritism. This has been a mistake with many of the Jewish people that I know, the friends. They believe that because they're Jewish, they have an advantage over the Gentile brother, meaning me. And it was offensive to me. He's Jewish, and he, he, had, he had a... God had a little more respect toward him. No. No. Absolutely not. We have all been given access to the riches, all the riches of Almighty God. Whether you're Jew or Gentile, once you were born again, you have all access to everything that God is. You have access to as much of the Holy Spirit as you can handle. Our, our functions may be different. As a Gentile, I could go to Israel and they will not hear what I have to say about their Messiah because I'm Gentile. So it would take somebody, somebody who is actually Jewish and they would still be rejected but at least you could say something to the Jewish people. But if, if you had a if you have if I went with another friend that was Jewish and we were in a meeting where we were in a get together with a group of Jewish people, they would not have a they would not acknowledge me. They would acknowledge their Jewish the, the the friend that would be Jewish. We have different purposes. God is wise. God is all wise. He is eternally wise. But, though I can't maybe preach to the Jewish people, I am totally, <clears throat> totally, <clears throat> 100% behind a brother who is Jewish who can minister to his people. I am fully 100% with him, behind him. And some people who are Gentiles would not want to be ministered to by a Jewish person because of the anti-Semitism. I have a situation like that. But because I'm Gentile, I could minister to a Gentile, but another Jewish friend couldn't. It's the difference where God has placed us <clears throat> and the principle... <clears throat> The example was there were the Jewish people who went to preach to Israel. Paul went to preach to the Gentiles. And in the meantime, he ended up with Gentile <clears throat> disciples. we got to be wise in this whole thing. But God is not going to allow this enmity... Verse 18, for through him we both have access by one spirit unto the Father. Is God a respecter of persons? 
We'll be right back. Tyler here at Hornback Landscaping and Junk Removal LLC. We take care of all of your landscaping needs. New landscape and hardscape install, maintenance, snow removal, fall and spring cleanup. We also do junk and trash haul away as well. We are your one-stop shop for anything outdoors. We pride ourselves in quality from start to finish. That means communication, customer service and final product. We want you to take as much pride in your yard as we do in our work. Come check us out at hornbacklandscaping.com. You can also contact us at 970-966-5665 or at hornbacklandscaping at gmail.com. Thank you. Do you want amazing Greek food with a great atmosphere and customer service? Well, Cafe Athens has got your back. Call them at 970-619-8467. Kerry and his team are great supporters of our station, so give them a try right away. They have everything from gourmet burgers, gyros, and overall quality Greek food. Located at the Promenade Shops at Sentara and Loveland. Again, call 970-629-8467. The best traditional Greek food in northern Colorado. Tehebo Tea Club's original Pure Pouty Arco Super Tea comes from the only tree in the world that fungus does not grow on. As a result, it naturally has antifungal, anti-infection, antiviral, antibacterial, anti-inflammation, and anti-parasite properties. So the tea is great for healthy people because it helps build the immune system, and it can truly be miraculous for someone fighting a potentially life-threatening disease due to an infection, diabetes, or cancer. The tea is also organic and naturally caffeine-free. A one-pound package of tea is $49.95, which includes shipping. To order, please visit TeheboTeaClub.com. Tehebo is spelled T like Tom, A-H-E-E-B like boy, O, then continue with the word T and then the word club. The complete website is TeheboTeaClub.com or call us at 818-610-8088, Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. California time. That's 818-610-8088, TeheboTeaClub.com. 1360 KHNC is proud to announce our partnership with My Kind CBD, a local Colorado-based company that uses no pesticides, no herbicides, completely organic, no heavy metals. All their products are CAO certified. That's right, independently lab certified. Our prices are the best in the country. Go out to 1360KHNC.com and hit the shopping cart button and make your purchase today. Hey, my name's Jariah with Performance Restoration Dent Repair. We're a family-run business located in downtown Longmont. We specialize in hail repair, door dings, creases, large dent repair, and ceramic coatings. If you're interested, give us a call at 303-726-3628 or schedule online at prdents.com. Again, call us at 303-726-3628 or schedule online at prdents.com. two hours have gone by I still have one more hour and uh, my contact information again <clears throat> is Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry P.O. Box 872 
Longmont, Colorado, 80502. Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry, P.O. Box 872, Longmont, Colorado, 80502. And the podcast, 1360khnc.com. For the program during the week, Monday through Thursday, from 2 to 3, the present truth. There is a present truth. We are in the present truth. The present truth is we are at the end of the world. We are in the last decade. Antichrist is coming onto the scene shortly. That's the present truth. America is in the Bible. It is Babylon the Great, Revelation chapter 17 and 18. That's the present truth. The reason I, I, my ministry title is Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry, that is my ministry to the olive trees and the lampstands, to the Jewish people, to the Gentile people. We are the great assembly that brings the light of Messiah, of the God of Israel, to the nations, to people represented in the olive trees and the lampstands. We too jointly are the magnificent plan that God had for His seven churches. In the seven churches you have both of these corporate people. You have the corporate people in the book of Acts. Initially, the Jewish people. It took a while. And then eventually, the Lord introduced a new family, an adopted child into the family of Israel. It took a little bit, but eventually God would introduce the Gentile people into His plan. It was a curveball to the Jewish people. And now at the end of the world, we Gentiles who have overseen God's work for the last 2,000 years, God is bringing once again his children, back into focus. It's another curveball. So you have, of the lineage of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, they meet the Lord. And then God brings in an adopted son. The Gentile people, Paul the Apostle, was a minister to the Gentiles. And then the two were there in view of everyone to see. We're going to come back to hour three. Rick Rodriguez. I'll be back in a little bit. For those dropping off, God bless your week. Kids, when making those cool motorcycle sounds when riding your bikes, don't use your baseball or even your Pokemon cards because they may be worth money someday. Instead, use that embarrassing baby picture that your mom took of you in that ridiculous outfit. But when she finds out, you didn't hear that from us. Another friendly reminder from 1360 KHNC, the roar of the Rockies. Always wear your helmet. You're listening to the roar of the Rockies, KHNC, 1360 AM, Johnstown, Greeley, Loveland, Fort Collins. Rocky Mountain News Network, I'm Ted Werbin. A fast-moving wildfire burning this weekend in southwest Colorado's Conejos County. The blaze just west of Antonito, near the New Mexico border, 
scorched some 200 acres as of late last night, and some nearby homes have been evacuated. Three big air tankers are working to help douse the fire. It's generated lots of smoke, though, enough to have prompted an air quality alert for southern Conejos County. That area and a much larger region of extreme southern Colorado under a red flag warning yesterday and again today. With temperatures in the 80s to 90s, gusty winds up to 35 miles an hour. This holiday weekend, some 50,000 runners will gear up again for the annual Boulder Boulder foot races. The races of various lengths, including a 26-mile marathon, take multiple routes around Boulder, but all finish tomorrow inside CU's Folsom Field Football Stadium. Parking permits are being sold for $25 each, and there will be free bike storage. For the first time, a Ukrainian women's team will be part of the International Challenge event. Ukraine's men aren't competing because they're fighting in the war against Russia. The first races take off around 6.50 tomorrow morning. One racer's making her 32nd run in the Boulder Boulder at the age of 90. Mary Eleanor Cochran will be running in memory of her late husband who fought in World War II. I'm Jim Williams. In sports, the Avalanche, still savoring Friday night's last-second win over St. Louis, sends them to the NHL Western Conference Finals for the first time since 2002. The Rockies played a doubleheader against the Nationals in Washington Saturday. In the first, Colorado got hammered for their third straight loss, 13-7, on a poor pitching day. In the second game, Chad Cool was better, going six in the third innings, allowing just two runs on seven hits, and Colorado won the second game, 3-2. to two. CU Buffs qualified competitors in every single women's running event this weekend at the Colorado record 12 entries. I'm Ted Werbin. If you want to update your home, it's time to consider a cash-out refinance from American Financing so you can fund renovations, upgrades, whatever you need. It's a no-pressure lending experience that's focused on you, and they never charge upfront fees. If you start soon, you could skip two payments and make closing as fast as 10 days. 303-695-7000 or visit AmericanFinancing.net. NMLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. Have you discovered life in the passenger seat with modern amenities, big discounts for seniors, and door-to-door service options? Oh, public transit is not what it used to be. Comfortably travel across the state or just across town while enjoying Wi-Fi, the view, and the stress-free experience. Caretakers can ride at no additional cost. Learn how easy it is to give up the keys at olderwiser.org. That's O-L-D-E-R-W-I-S-E-R dot O-R-G. <laughs> How would you like some free advertising? Free! 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 free, free, free. Call 970-587-5003. We will put your small business or local company on the half-empty cup of joe for the small business section of the show. Call 970-587-5003 and we'll get your business some free advertising today. Wagner Electric has the generator to meet your needs. Call now for a free estimate, 970-800-3693. We have everything from standalone generators to portable generators in stock. There is also financing available. We also have an outstanding service department that will offer anything from wiring a pole barn to wiring in new smart switches to create a smart home, as well as electrical inspections. Please call us at 
800-836-9393. Or visit us at our website at wagnerelectricco.com. We are located at 1517 2nd Avenue in Greeley. Wagner Electric sets the standards. Want to try something different for your students? Come join me at Civica Career and Collegiate Academy in Millican. We're a tuition-free charter school enrolling for next year for grades 6 through 10. We have a firm foundation. We stand for the pledge. Our students are in uniforms. We stick to core curriculum, and we'll get them ready for the world. Enroll today at civicaco.org or call us at 970-614-5521 for a private tour. And welcome to Hour 3 of the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church Program. I am your host, Rick Rodriguez, and uh, I'll begin once again. Mailing address is Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry, P.O. Box 872, Longmont, Colorado, 80502. And podcasts are 1360khnc.com podcast section for the Olive Tree program. I put all my notes together, got all my verses, got everything put together, and I know that it's it's like the Lord makes me prepare for today's program and I don't get to use what I prepared for at this time. But down the road, I have so many different things prepared, and I know at some point the Lord will say, Okay, now it's time to do that program. This program I didn't plan on doing, on the matter of the two wonderful children of God from the lineage of Israel and from the lineage of the Gentiles, or or the Hebrews and non-Hebrew families. I didn't plan this, but but in God's wisdom, I know that here in the Front Range of Colorado, I have been, to some degree, I have always been involved in watching what happens with the Messianic community. I've been to some of the Messianic assemblies. I have gr- good, good, great friends that are that became Messianic. They were in, in the uh, fellowships that I was part of years ago. And then one friend realized that he believes that he has Jewish lineage. And he went, uh, he decided to open a actual uh, Messianic congregation. And uh, he's just gone to be the, with the Lord. He opened it up down in Colorado Springs. And uh, I'm trying to remember the name of his his uh, fellowship I almost have it but so I've, I've been involved with 
here in this country, in this country, of course in this country, but here in the Front Range, also I was part of a ministry, the Tov Ministries, years ago out of California, when the AWACs were going to be sold during the Reagan administration to uh, Saudi Arabia. I was part of a, in our ministry, myself and two other friends, we were the representatives for the ministry here in Colorado. We had a press conference, Rocky Mountain News, Denver Post, all the local television stations, work with the uh, Jewish, uh, the uh, uh, Jewish community down in Denver. We were part of that. And uh, so I'm very familiar with the Jewish, with the, with the Messianic churches. Uh, there was a friend who has a big Messianic movement in Oklahoma, out in Oklahoma. Many in this area probably know him, Jude, Monty Judah, uh, part of his assembly for a while. I'm very familiar with the Messianics. I, I'm not somebody that's looking at something from a distance, no. I was involved and part of and followed and been part of that to, to a degree, but the Holy Spirit did not call me to that. I have to go where the Holy Spirit calls me to. I understand it, but I see the friction in these messianic assemblies. I see the division. I see the different doctrines. I see the different practices. I see everything. And they're they're not. They should be. You would think that they're one, being the term messianic. No. The friend down in Colorado Springs, he picked up a different doctrine that. There is not a trinity. There is not God is not a three-part. Uh, there is not a Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. I'm trying to remember. I don't think they believed that the Holy Spirit was God. Errant doctrine. Differences in practice between the Messianics down in Denver. Uh, what was his name? Uh, uh, Yellen years ago. Friends with... with uh, the Ehrlichs in Fort Collins. And I've been to some of the Wiedemann get-togethers here at the station. Don was teaching for a while. I've been to a few of those. But God didn't call me to that. So I'm very familiar. And now that I look back, I realize, well, the Lord again in His infinite wisdom, He knew that in the future, to present to you what I'm presenting I'd have to have hands-on experience. I see the I see in the messianic community, uh, community. I see the differences. One group does it this way, another group does it this way, another group, and it it can be complicated. It's complicated, but is there complete total unity in the? Messianic community? No. Is there a complete unity in the non-Messianic community out here in the Gentile and the churches? No. Are they still the family of God? Yes. With all the character, with all the personalities and each each individual Assembly having a different personality than the, than the others? Yes. 
Are there, is there legalism in the Messianic? Yes. Is there legalism in the churches? Yes. What is the remedy for all of this? Is there a remedy? There is. What is that remedy? It is accurate knowledge and understanding of what the Scripture says and having the Holy Spirit. Was there... Did, did the Apostle Paul... Was he aware of all the craziness? Yes, he was. He's the person that addressed it. He addressed all of it. He addressed the conflict between the Jew and the Gentile. And he made it very clear in chapter 2 of uh, Ephesians 2, 3, 1, 2, and 3. He was very, very clear of the problem. But he made it clear in verse 18, chapter 2, 18. He said, Through Him, through Messiah, through Christ, both of us, the Jewish believers, the non-Jewish believers, have ac access by one Spirit unto the Father. This is very powerful what he's saying here. Both of us, we both have access. Again, God is no respecter of persons. He is not. In the book of Acts, you have the introduction of the family of Jewish believers in Messiah and as the book of Acts progresses then you have like with Peter and Cornelius the introduction to the new adopted family so Peter was being introduced in the story of Cornelius Peter this is your new brother. He is going to be adopted into my kingdom. And Peter knew it initially, but he had problems with it later. Or he didn't have problems with it, but he wanted to stay along a path that he was familiar with. Which Paul addressed later on. So Paul now is introducing the new adopted child into the plan of God to the Jewish people. And he did that when he went to Jerusalem and he told he met with James and these apostles and he told them the work that God was doing with him. And they realized, <clears throat> oh, there's an adoption taking place here. God is adopting a people that is not His people. They're going to be His people. They began to realize we have an adopted family. This is how powerful the Scripture is. Now, God is preparing 
to have these two children. One born into the family, one adopted. These two children, Hebrew, non-Hebrew, are going to testify against an evil world in Revelation chapter 11. But God is not going to allow animosity between them. He's not going to allow anti-Semitism. He's not going to allow prejudice. God is going to deal with this. There will not be any guile. There's not going to be any guile. We must be righteous. We must be righteous. We can't have anything hidden in our heart against any Christian. Now I'm going to go into the matter of races. So you've got two families, Israel, non-Israel, Hebrew, non-Hebrew, being born again in the body of Christ. But then in the body of Christ, now you've got this matter of races. I remember Ron Perry, this friend that passed away in January, Pentecostal pastor I got to spend quite a bit of time with, my wife and I got to travel with him. And he said, you know, brother, he said, there was a time when the Holy Spirit, all the giftings of the Spirit fell upon the churches. And he said, mainly at one time it was white churches. He was, a, as, as a white man, as a Anglo, he said it was on the white churches. He said, but I was there <clears throat> when he was young with his father. This had been back in the 30s, 40s. He said, I began to witness the Holy Spirit pouring His Spirit out upon black churches. And all of a sudden there were revivals and the baptisms of the Holy Spirit in black churches, which was kind of a... The, the white assemblies that I was with that had received the baptism... Excuse me. When some of the white churches began to realize that the black churches were, the spirit was falling on the black churches, they didn't know how to handle that. Well, you mean God would pour his spirit out upon the black churches? And Ron said, yeah. He said it was kind of a curveball to many of the white assemblies. But God is no respecter of persons. And he said, I witnessed this. You'd have an all-black church, and boy, was the power of the Spirit upon them. And it just kind of mesmerized some of the other assemblies, I would tell these other pastors. Yeah, they have the baptism, brothers. Well, it took them a while, but then they finally realized, well, of course, that seemed kind of strange and the thing happened with Hispanic with Hispanic church with Hispanic churches you know uh, 
And I know it's the same with when the baptism fell upon Asian churches in Korea. Fascinating. Fascinating. The churches of God. Fascinating. I'm fascinated with, as a pastor, well, as, as someone who has been called to pastor and to direct and give insight and revelation to God's children, revelation of the time that we're in, the revelation into the mysteries of God. This is a mystery. It was a mystery when the Jewish, great Jewish community in Israel, all of a sudden, God begins to introduce their adopted family to the Jewish people. What a fascinating revelation, huh? Oh, this is your adopted brother. He's not Jewish. He's from the nations. But this is part of my plan. He's adopted. You were born into my you were born into the family. He's adopted. But I have to, God says, I have to adopt the non-Jewish people in. I have to. Because at the end of the world, the two are going to testify against the evil system of Antichrist and the evil system of all the systems of the world. They have to testify. They have to stand before me. God is saying, they stand before me and say, Father, look at the wickedness. And just like Moses, they will bring punishments to the world. In the first half of the tribulation, everybody's saying, we're waiting, waiting, waiting for God to, uh, we know something's going to happen, we know the Holy Spirit's going to pour His Spirit out upon mankind at the end of the world. Yes, but it's got to be at His time, and His time will be at the beginning, the first day of the tribulation. The first day that that tribulation begins, then we begin to function mightily, mightily, mightily. Now, Christians that have a problem with the giftings of the Holy Spirit, you better not have a problem with the gifts of the Holy Spirit because these two witnesses function in the gifting of the Holy Spirit. That's why they stop the rain. That's why they bring plagues upon the world as often as they want to. You who are still having a problem with the gifts of the Holy Spirit, you better begin to pray and ask God to please open your eyes. And then you who like to be involved with the gifts of the Holy Spirit, you need to pray and make sure that uh, your motives are proper. You know, in witchcraft, you know what the draw in witchcraft is? Power. Those involved in witchcraft, they love power. And I hate to say that in the churches, in the Pentecostal churches that I've been involved with, I've traveled through, even God's children, they don't so much want God, but they want power. 
Lord, didn't we cast out spirits? Didn't we do these miracles and signs and wonders in your name? Yes, you did. In my name, you did these things. But I never owned you. I never had a relationship with you. <clears throat> you never gave me the right to speak to you about your hidden sins. <coughs> I didn't own you. You were, you were, what's the word? You were, um, oh, I'm trying to think, there's a word I'm trying to think of. You were like a feral cat. You did what you wanted to do when you wanted to do it. Whether I counseled you or didn't counsel you, you had the gift, you had the power, and you just did what you wanted to do. You wouldn't be... I, I could never round you up. I could never direct you into a more perfect way, into a more powerful way. I couldn't direct you in a way in which my children in your sphere of influence would be protected. Like I stated last week, the tables are full of vomit. This is what Isaiah 28 said. The, the tables in this country, in these assemblies, many of them full of vomit, everything regurgitated. Well, you know, our church, we have... I'll say this within the within the Catholic Church, Lutheran Church, a lot of this is just regurgitated. There's no Holy Spirit behind what they say on Sunday. It's just an old message from that they did six months ago and a year ago and a year and a half ago. It's regurgitated. There's no Holy Spirit. Now, there are the assemblies where you do have men in these assemblies, these big assemblies, that do have the Holy Spirit. I went to a funeral, a brother-in-law, <clears throat> brother-in-law back in the 80s. He had a massive heart attack. The assembly, the uh, his funeral was in the, we did the, in, in the uh, Greek church in Rock Springs, Wyoming. Father Lucas, never married, Jolly guy. The Greek Orthodox Church there. This man gave one of the most powerful messages at that eulogy that I've ever heard. Powerful. I was shocked. Coming from an evangelical side of stuff, well, there's not going to be anything of the Holy Spirit in a Greek Orthodox Church. Well, Father Lucas... He hit the ball out of the park that day. I couldn't believe it. Yes, in some of the main denominations, you do have men of God, and it says in the Scripture, seven churches, and God would have His overcomers in those seven churches. There are these men. They are His lampstands. They are His he has angels to oversee them. But yes, there will be apostasy. There will be 
dysfunctional children. Not all of the members of these assemblies will be overcomers. The whole family of God, you take it as a whole, are all going to overcome? No. Is there going to be in the ecclesia of God in Matthew chapter 16? The gates of hell will not prevail against my ecclesia. Does this include all of the believers? No. There is a builded church. A church that has been builded, that has been assembled, that has been empowered, and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. In each assembly, all of the seven churches, there will be those who are faithful. Is God going to have a great, glorious, the whole of the churches be great and glorious? No. But in the time of tribulation, there will be these two witnesses, this will be the ecclesia. This is the reality of the ecclesia that is coming. The builded church, the gates of hell, will not prevail against it. This ecclesia, members from all seven churches, will be part of this ecclesia. It will be an army like the world has never seen. A spiritual army. And this is what the forces of darkness fear. They know something is coming. Now they know. Now they know what's coming. I just told you what's coming. Now they know too. This is what they fear. We're going to be back 30 more minutes. We'll see which way the Holy Spirit takes us. We'll be right back. Rick Rodriguez, Yola Tree and Lampstand Ministry. Radio Church Program. Tune in Saturday mornings from 7 to 8 a.m. right here on the Roar of the Rockies, 1360 a.m. for the Gardening with Joey and Holly radio show. Get your garden started and growing successfully all summer long. Every Saturday morning from 7 to 8 a.m. Hi, my name is Vince with Serenity Painting and Decorating. Since 2010, painting residential and commercial locations. For a free estimate, please call Vince Rivera at 970-978-9565. Please ask about our free window cleaning after paint service. Again, 970-978-9565. Hey man, pass the battle over and take a couple of hits off the My Kind CBD. Get your CBD by going to 1360KHNC.com and click on the shopping button, man. Silly Jamaican, there's no THC in this product. It's certified THC free. Just go to the website, 1360KHNC.com, click the shop. Hi, this is Mike Morris, owner of Warriors Revolution Tactical in Longmont. At Warriors Revolution, we have the largest selection of tactical gear and ammo in northern Colorado. But what many people may not know is that we now sell firearms. And even despite the recent run on firearms and ammunition, we have plenty of product in the store, including ARs, AKs, Glocks, SIGs, HK, and more. And don't forget all the bulk ammunition at the best prices in town. 
need to do a private firearms transfer? We can do that too. I am a veteran of the United States Marine Corps, and our team is made up of veterans and security experts, not a bunch of salesmen. Our team is trained and fought with much of the actual equipment we sell. And one thing you should know is that we support the foundations and principles this great country was founded upon. So if you need tactical gear, ammo, firearms, AR parts or upgrades, and even survival accessories, stop by and visit us on Ken Pratt Boulevard and Bowen Street in Longmont. Or visit warriorsrevolution.com. That's warriorsrevolution.com. Tyler here at Hornback Landscaping and Junk Removal LLC. We take care of all of your landscaping needs. New landscape and hardscape install, maintenance, snow removal, fall and spring cleanup. We also do junk and trash haul away as well. We are your one-stop shop for anything outdoors. We pride ourselves in quality from start to finish. That means communication, customer service, and final product. We want you to take as much pride in your yard as we do in our work. Come check us out at hornbacklandscaping.com. You can also contact us at 970-966-5665 or at hornbacklandscaping at gmail.com. Thank you. J.D. the Colorado Deplorable here to tell you about Swamp Fight right here on AM 1360 KHNC Radio, Saturdays from noon to 1. Join me as we do battle in the D.C. Swamp. Oh, a happy day. When Jesus walked. Oh, when he walked. When Jesus walked. Wash my sins away. Oh, it's a happy day. You know. It is, when you see the magnificence of God's two children, one born into his family, the other adopted, when you have a revelation of them, the wisdom of God and the magnificence, the Mercy, the goodness, kindness, the great plan that God has for these two families. It's unbelievable. You know, with the messianic, with the messianic uh, movement, the the way the the oh Lord, how do I phrase it? The understanding of Messiah, the understanding of who He is, and the teachings. I go to some of the the uh, men who are teachers of the of the scriptures. Michael Heisner, uh, men like this. The things that they present, magnificent. I get a lot of help, insights. And it was to the Jewish people that the commandments came first. And all these great things that God gave them and the Jewish people in Israel still, they they have received the blessings But in Christ, we have greater, greater 
riches. The riches that came to Israel are fabulous. But the riches that have come to both Messianic, Hebrew believer, Gentile believer, the riches far surpass through the Spirit. We have the Holy Spirit. We have the God of the universe dwelling in us. We have access to the Holy Spirit. We have access to the Father. For through Him, both, we both, have access by one Spirit unto the Father. They, the Jewish people and the world, they still to this day do not have access to the Father. We do. We have the Holy Spirit dwelling in us. The seven churches, the spiritual world, the world of darkness. You look at Revelation 12. Where does Satan initially he tries to take the Jewish people and destroy them? But they're carried away into the wilderness, into Petra, at the end of the world. America is not Petra. America is not the wilderness. Many Christians have believed that America is the wilderness. <clears throat> In a type we were, but no. In Revelation chapter 12, talking about the end of the world in the last 10 years. Again, in the last decade. And then it shows where the real attack is going to come. The accuser of the brethren upon the children of God in the seven churches. In the body of Christ. Hebrew, non-Hebrew believers. The accuser of the brethren. And the attacks coming on those who have the name of Christ and keep the word and keep the commandments. The churches of God, the attack that is coming is just up the road a ways. I can't explain. I don't have the way to communicate what I've seen in the scripture about what is to come. And it's probably better that we don't see. Because then we're going to start looking out into the future. Where Christ said in Matthew 7, Don't be anxious for tomorrow. There's enough evil in this day. Take care of this day. Don't think about the future. In this day, ask the Holy Spirit every day, Lord, sanctify my day. I pray your Spirit upon my day. Direct me. Pray for yourselves. Pray for yourselves more now than ever before. If you ever needed to pray for yourself individually, now's the time. Go to the Psalms. And look at how David prays for himself. Lord, if there's any iniquity in me, reveal it. I don't want to offend you. And Lord, I need to be protected. I know there are times when 
I'd go into a situation where kind of a heated in the, in, in spirit in, in uh, the Christian community where there was some serious situations where I'm ready to go in and just <clears throat> how do I even phrase it? We're in a situation where we're, we're we've given an opportunity to maybe be a little too much. Well, the Holy the Lord gave me some verses. King David said, "Lord." I am a worm in your hand. What is a worm going to do in the hand of God? Worm doesn't have teeth, doesn't have arms, can't do anything. Sometimes in a, in a situation that can be heated, we have to ask the Lord to be, please Lord, disarm me. I don't want to go in with Guns, shotguns, guns on both hips. I don't want to go into a situation where it can be volatile. But <clears throat> in a type, I would... <clears throat> Excuse me. Just disarm yourself. I literally would uh, say, Lord, I take off all my guns. Take out the bazooka. I take out all the knives I might have. And <clears throat> I am completely disarmed. I'm a worm in your hands. You bring the peace. If I don't say one word, bring the peace. Sometimes we have to disarm. Other times we do need to arm ourselves, but I'm trying to give the example. I'm trying to remember what what it was all about. I had to go. There was somebody that had been accusing me of <clears throat> of something. I don't remember what it was because you know I don't remember because I forgave them, and we're at peace with each other. I don't even remember what it was. But I prayed that I would be disarmed. <clears throat> I went into that situation with no animosity, no thought of attacking. I wasn't even going to defend myself. And the Lord took care of it. We're in a time where <clears throat> we need... Well, we always need the Holy Spirit. But we also need insight and revelation. And and with the uh, this matter of I just lost my train of thought. Well, that means that the Holy Spirit went away from what I was talking about. That means there's something else I need to present to you before we go for the day. We're in the last 30, 15 minutes. Well, yeah, about the last 15 minutes. So what now is the best for the rest of the hour?
the gifts of God. These two witnesses, they are gifted. They are equipped. They have the gift of knowledge, the word of knowledge. They have the gift of miracles. They have all the gifts of the Spirit. We need to have the gifts of the Holy Spirit. The, we need the gifts. We need also the uh, virtues in, in Galatians. And I am going to go to 1 Corinthians chapter 12. Let's go to 12. And let's see what the Lord says here. This is just out of nowhere. I like that. Just out of nowhere, the Holy Spirit says, Go here. I said, All right. Concerning spiritual gifts, brothers, I don't want you to be ignorant. You know that we were Gentiles, that you were Gentiles carried away unto the dumb idols, even as you were led. Wherein I give you to understand that no man speaking by the Spirit of God calls Jesus accursed, that no man can say that Jesus is the Lord, but by the Holy Spirit. Now, there are differences of gifts, but the same Spirit. There are differences of administrations, but the same Lord. There are diversities, many different operations, but the same God which works all in all. The Jewish and Gentile community in Christ, you have access to all of these gifts, these operations. You have access to these administrations. If you're called to administrative ability, you have access to these gifts. The manifestation of the Spirit is given to every man to profit with all. These giftings are so that you can profit. If I didn't have the gifts that I had, I would not be here. <clears throat> I would have been dead many years ago. I'm at, a, I'm at the Tabor Center in Denver. And big open area. My wife worked downtown, downtown Denver. I went in to wait for her to get off. We were going to, yeah, I just went to pick her up. So I thought I'd stop and uh, get something to eat. So I go over to the, one of the little different areas, and I got something to eat, went over, sat down at a table. And here, this young girl, about my age, a little younger, she comes in, and uh, I noticed that she went over, picked something up, and she came over, and the place was pretty much empty. It's two in the afternoon. She comes over, and she sits at a table, two tables in front of me, probably a distance of about 30 feet. And the, the place is empty. I mean completely empty. Just myself, a few people off to the right, scattered. But she picks directly in front of me. She sits down, and she prays over her food. I thought, oh, cool, she's a believer. She picks up her food and then walks to another table 80 feet away. I thought, that is strange. 
I got sicker than a dog that night. I got food poisoning. And I'm thinking, what? And I start, I, I, from one in the morning till five in the morning, I was vomiting all night long. And I'm just asking the Lord, Lord Jesus, what in the world? What is this? What? And I'm praying, praying, praying. And through the gift of the prophetic gift, I'm just praying. And the Lord gave me a quick vision of that girl sitting in front of me. And I thought about it. And I said, Lord, she was a witch. And she walked in. She knew immediately I had the Spirit of God on me. She got her food, went over, sat down 30 feet away. Her bowing her head and praying was curse, to curse me, that I would be get food poisoning. And I took authority over it. I bound it. I broke the power of it. I canceled the assignment. you got to cancel the assignment, break the power of the spell, of the curse, I broke the power of it. Within 10 minutes, I fell asleep. I was pretty dehydrated the next morning. My throat was so raw, I knew that if I... I think I vomited seven times. My throat was so raw, I thought... I I said, Lord, if I do this again, I'm not going to be able to talk again. I I won't have a voice. This is what I mean. These gifts are given to you so you know what's going on. The manifestation manifestation of the Spirit is given to every man to profit with all. This is for you to profit. To one is given the Spirit of the Word of Wisdom. To another, the Word of Knowledge. By the same Spirit. To another, by the same Spirit. To another, faith. To another, healing to another working of miracles, to another prophecy, to another discerning of spirits. And that's what I needed that night. I realized she got she cursed me. To another different kinds of tongues, different languages, to another interpretation of languages. These are for the body of Christ. These two witnesses, if you're going to function in the coming time, at the beginning on the first day of the tribulation, you better ask God to please help you to know and understand what He has given you so you can begin to function in those abilities. They're given to you. The fundamental churches won't touch them. The Pentecostal churches, they touch them, but many in the Pentecostal churches, they use them with selfish motive. We cannot have guile. We have to be free of any kind of guile, any kind of motive other than helping the family of God. Not for profit. We don't do things for profit. We don't do things for glory. We don't do things for any other reason. Not for the power other than for ministering the Spirit of God and the knowledge of God to God's children so that they can 
be effective and be protected and they can function and God can be glorified. We'll be back. God wants His glory. He will be glorified. Of all tyrannies, a tyranny exercised for the good of its victims may be the most oppressive. It would be better to live under robber barons than under omnipotent moral busybodies. The robber baron's cruelty may sometimes sleep. His cupidity may at some point be satiated. But those who torment us for our own good will torment us without end, for they do so with the approval of their own conscience. C.S. Lewis Does this corrupt monetary system give you a whack to the head or a poke in the eye? Call Patriot Trading Group at 800-951-0592. That's 800-951-0592. Don't be a stooge. Buy gold and silver today. With costs of everything skyrocketing, including the cost of homes, cars, and education, making the need for more life insurance a necessity. Whether you're looking to purchase for the first time or you simply need to add to what you already have, I can help you. I'm Joey Jaquint with Northwestern Mutual, and we offer the best insurance plans in the country. U.S. News and World Reports just ranked us the best insurance company in the United States in 2022. From low-cost term insurance for those just starting out that start around $25 per month to our popular blended insurance that will actually pay you money at the end of the policy. You heard me right, an insurance policy that will actually pay you out if you don't use it. Why us? Because Northwestern Mutual is the best. We have plans where if you are just starting out, you can go with one of our low-cost term plans, and as you grow financially, we can switch you into a blended plan five or ten years down the road as well to increase amounts and keep up with inflation. To find out more, call me, Joey Jaquin, at 602-909-9048. Are you an expert in your field? Do you want to educate your fellow man? Or have you always just wanted to be on the radio? Here at 1360 KHNC, you can do just that by hosting your own radio show. Looking to grow your business or share your thoughts and opinions or simply bragging to your friends that you have your own radio show. For more information, call us at 970-587-5003 or email us at contact at 1360khnc.com. Does EnviroShape's concrete do driveways? We do it! Does EnviroShape's concrete do patios? We do it! Does EnviroShape's concrete do sidewalks? We do it! Get a hold of EnviroShapes Concrete at 303-775-7926 or EnviroShapes at gmail.com. most important uh, gifts is discernment. If I hadn't had that discernment, I, pro- I don't know, I'd have probably gone, continued to be sick all day long. 
from that poison, that food. I don't, I don't think there was anything wrong with the food. I think the food was just fine. But the curse on the food and the curse on whatever that witch put on me. And I'm going to tell you, this witch didn't have black hair and big black, you know, anything. She didn't wear a black robe. She didn't, none of that. No, no. This woman was sophisticated. She was well-dressed. She was intelligent. She had a nice hairdo or she had nice, everything about her was was, and I, I'm just telling you, I spent a total of maybe 10 seconds looking at her. I didn't gawk. I didn't stare. I didn't do any of that. I just looked, noticed she was praying. I saw her come in. I didn't pay any attention to her, even though she was attractive. No. She came in from a distance, went up, got her food, came over, sat in front of me, bowed her head, got up, went 80 feet away, sat down and had her lunch, and I got cursed. The spirit of discernment. How many curses, maybe, are on your life because somebody's cursed you and you don't know why and you don't know what curse was on you? You don't even know that you're cursed. These gifts are for God's children so that you can be protected. So that you can protect others. My wife and I, through the power of, of the speaking of the Holy Spirit, have gone to pray for people that should be dead. And we would pray, bind the Spirit, cancel the assignment, and they would live. Satan will try to take you out before your time. This is why it's so vital to have your knowledge expanded into what has been made available to God's children by Christ. I'm going to finish out with one verse. Verse 13 of 1 Corinthians 12:13. By one Spirit, we have all been baptized into one body, whether we be Jews or Gentiles. Again, Paul addresses the matter of both children, one by natural birth, the other adopted. Both Jews or Gentiles, whether we be bond or free, we've been made to drink one spirit. For those that are, those that are helping me financially, and all of you, every one of you, God bless you. God keep you. God instruct you. God bless you so richly you can't handle it. God bless you. I will see you next Sunday. Rick Rodriguez. Due to the responses to our Ostrafarian CBD commercial, here's a message from Arnold. I don't know what the big deal is. I just try to use a little accent and sell some CBD and people get all upset at me. I just want to sell CBD. Buy CBD now. Now. Buy it now. To buy our fine, my kind CBD products, just go to the website, 1360khnc.com, click on the shop. You're listening to the Roar of the Rockies, KHNC, 1360 AM, Johnstown, Greece.